Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you to everybody tuned in and locked in all over the United States of America. People listening in Canada. People listening in countries that I ain't got no idea where they're listening. If you got the sound of my voice, it's real simple, though. Thank you. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you rolling. I'm going to be rolling for one more hour. Thank you to super producer and host Dave Shepard. He's holding it down for us in New York. Whether you're on the free Odyssey app tuned in live on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. You can also be locked in on Sirius XM Channel 158, or you could be listening on a smart speaker right now. Thank you. I will try my best. I don't think it'll be hard. I'm going to try my best to be more entertaining than the Chicago Bears and the Minnesota Vikings tonight. Field goals all over the damn place. And not the good entertaining kind, if there is any. I like it, but not for two bum teams. Uh, Look, Chicago won over Minnesota 12 to 10. They overcame, they being Chicago, two fumbles by Justin Fields. They overcame a missed field goal by Cairo Santos to open up the game. And then the same guy who decided to miss a a kick to open things up, he hit the game-winning field goal. And then Joshua Dobbs, the guy that everybody's fallen in love with, I don't want to call him the little engine that could. The guy got a degree in aerospace engineering. Excuse me. That's cool stuff, though. Uh, He threw four interceptions tonight, and he almost threw a pick six. And uh, the Minnesota Vikings have now fallen to six and six. They're still in playoff contention. They're sitting in a wild card spot right now with a six and six record. And Joshua Dobbs spoke after the game. Uh, He was just. Just sad. Listen to somebody be sad. I wish we could have came up with the win for the fans, uh, for the guys, you know, in the locker room. Um, defense did a great job again, giving the offense a chance. You know, we got to take care of the football. We said it last week, and we'll say it again this week. Um, and we didn't make enough plays to win. We had a chance at the end. You know, again, the ball in our hands with a chance to get a first down um, to really seal the deal at the end of the game, despite everything that happened throughout the game. Yeah. Well, he did throw a touchdown. He threw one touchdown to go along with his four interceptions that that temporarily gave them the lead. 
until Justin Fields. He also stopped giving a damn ball away. And, uh, yeah, he helped set up the game-winning field goal. A matter of fact, let's listen to Cairo Santos actually hit a field goal. This one was the winner. 30-yard field goal for the lead. Clock is ticking at 13. Good snap, ball put down, kick is up, the kick is perfect. The kick is perfect, and the Bears have gone up 12 to 10 with 10 seconds to go. Well, thank you, Kevin Harlan. Always doing amazing stuff on Westwood One. Yeah, and then uh, Minnesota got the ball back. They flipped it around a bunch of times, and yeah, nothing happened. So congratulations to Chicago. Uh, walking away with the victory 12-10 to 10 over the Minnesota Vikings. The Bears improved their record to an amazing 4-8. and eight. Minnesota falls to 6-6. Six and six. And, yeah, Minnesota is still alive, technically in the playoffs, sitting at the wild card spot as it stands today. And the Chicago Bears, they still own the Panthers pick. And the last time I checked on the Panthers, let me look again, make sure it hasn't changed in the past hour, two hours, three hours. Uh, yeah, they fired their coach today, and the Panthers have a record of 1-10. in 10. And just because I feel like being a jerk, my apologies, uh, Frank Reich, last night, or yesterday, I should say, or Sunday, after the Panthers lost to the Titans, we know Frank Reich got fired earlier on Monday. Uh, just just a lot of irony there as Frank Reich spoke to the media after the game and he was asked, hey, man, how are you how are you going to keep the team together with your record being so terrible? And this is what he said. What are you going to do? You're one in 10. Uh, what are you going to start? Feel sorry for yourself. You think something's going to magically fix everything? No. Um, you know, we lost a close football game today. Um, these games are winnable. Uh, that message doesn't fly when you're one and ten, but I know these games are winnable. I know we have the players and the coaches to do that, so we regroup and we get ready for this week. And then they fired him. Well, they fired him on Monday, and the Carolina Panthers are going to have a press conference. Uh, actually, in a few hours, they're supposed to have it, I believe, Tuesday morning, and their owner David Tepper is going to address the media as uh, he is likely going to be on his seventh head coach whenever he fires the next one. And so, yeah, Chicago, yeah, they, they, might, they might be a middling team. Their offense might stink. They got a first-round pick from Carolina. They'll still have their own first-round pick. As it stands today, the Chicago Bears, they would own the number one overall pick, and then they would also come back and select that number four. And so at least there is a little bit of a bright side. You know, there doesn't need to be a tank here for Chicago. If anything, they could try to showcase Justin Fields. They could potentially draft a quarterback with the number one pick from Carolina. The Chicago Bears, they got options. 855-212-4CBS is the number. As we continue on with the show, I'm going to be hanging out here with you for one more hour. Uh, I do want to talk about some winners Jim Harbaugh didn't have to show up and coach a game on Saturday uh, to be a winner. And Deion Sanders, unfortunately, and he said this like last week, well, this is the worst period of his life. I mean, damn, hope he's talking about football. Uh, Colorado's done. You got guys decommitting to the team, and, and Deion made it clear, you know, uh, what they need to, to do to fix that. 
I'll let you guess before I share with you. Let's get to some of your calls before we talk Harbaugh, before we talk Dion, and then uh, listen to Draymond talk about how he does not regret choking another human. It's 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Who do we have here? We got Miles. He's calling from beautiful San Diego. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show, Miles. What's up? Hi, JR. How are you? Miles, yeah, how are you? you? I'm good. How you doing? How are you doing, JR? I'm excellent. You surprised me for a minute. Th- thank you for asking. What's up? What's on your mind? So, I wanted to talk some college football. Please, go ahead. So, do you have any predictions for top four? So by the end of the conference championship week? I believe that Ohio State is is going to fall out. You know, I think yeah. obviously, uh, I think given uh, that loss to Michigan, and I think it's it's going to be tough. I think uh, either Washington or Oregon will stay in. I think we're going to have one of the one-loss teams that are in there. I really think it depends on, on the discrepancy of, of how big one of these teams beats up the other ones uh, in the, the uh, conference championship game. So I think Georgia is sticking around. I think Michigan is sticking around. I think Washington has a good chance if they beat Oregon to stick around. I think that'll be a fun one. And I think we'll get one of the, the one-loss teams in there. Yeah, I agree. You know, I know we had a caller. He asked about Florida State. I don't. I don't think they'll necessarily, I, you know, get the nod. I don't. I don't think Florida State is gonna. I actually have a hot take that they're gonna lose to Louisville. Oh damn! All I right. know. Well, well, I but mean, well, Louisville. I, they I just, just lost. They just lost to Kentucky. I know, but I just don't know how Florida State can win with that. On like with the ACC championship online without Jordan Travis, like I just don't know. Uh, they can't put that on their back of shoulders. Uh-huh. But I just don't know what that team is without Jordan Travis. Well, like I they can... like that, like that Florida game was too close, and I just don't know how they can handle that in the college football playoff. And like yeah, well, maybe that's... even if they do beat Louisville, like I still think. Teams like Texas and Alabama are still better than Florida State. All right. Well, yeah, that's, but, I, I would agree. And, and for my own good and sanity, I'm, I'm certainly hoping that uh, Alabama doesn't give Georgia the business. I've, I've had unfortunate uh-huh. memories about that. Uh, yeah. But I, I agree with you, man. So I think it'll be tough for them to get in there. Uh, we'll, we'll have a one-loss team uh, that gets yeah, of in. Course. It's just a matter of who. Miles, I thank you. For, go ahead. Yeah, continue. Sorry. Um, I really think Oregon will be in there. Yeah. Um, I just, Washington barely beat Washington State. And Dan Landing's team, you know, he was defensive coordinator under Kirby Smart, and that's the defense first team. And I really think if they can stop Penix in that offense, I really think they have a really good shot at beating Washington, and if they can beat Washington, they can definitely make it into the college football playoffs. Yeah, I, I think if they if they play it close, well, uh-huh. I mean, yeah, they, they'd have to go out there and win. They ain't, you can't lose a, afford to lose another one. Uh, but uh-huh. it, 
I, I think Washington still has a chance if they play it close, even if they lose. But we'll we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Miles. What the heck? I know it's in San Diego. What, what are you doing? Are you back from break? Are you back in school? What's going on with you? I'm back in school. Was today the first day back? Uh-huh. Did you do all your homework and stuff? I did. And, and how old are you? I'm 13. You're 13. So you have no idea what you want to do with your life yet, do you? I want to be a college football head coach. Oh, you want to be a college? Oh, that's awesome, man. You, you play football uh-huh. as a 13-year-old? You play? I play basketball, but... You got to wait for contact, right? Is that is that what, what you're doing? Yeah. So, 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 Jr. So, Miles called over Thanksgiving. Yeah. And he is extremely knowledgeable. He also has a cousin that's yeah. around his age that is really knowledgeable in sports as well. And I was telling him they should be going after this dream now while they're young. Don't waste any time. If you know what you want to do, go after this right now. Coach? Well, Miles, your cousin wants to do something in the sports field as well, right? Yeah. Right? How can they go and coach at 13? <laughs> he called it. Michigan beat Ohio State. Yeah. Well, JR, I mean, listen. I mean, Evan Roberts was on WFAN when he was like 11. Why can't someone be a coaching assistant at 13? Was he? Uh-huh. Yeah, he was. Evan Roberts was on the fan when he was like 9 or 10. What, as a one-off, right? <laughs> I don't know about a one-off, but nonetheless, if you can, if you can be on the air and talk about sports, why can't you be – in, in the vicinity, right, of, of, of a coach's huddle or, or even even, even hey, to start go, out as an equipment manager. I was going to say that. Right. Or, but yeah. he's 13. He got to go to school. It's yeah. like, oh, I can't say that. How long are you in school from uh, what time is school start in the morning? 8.30. And then what time do you get out? 3.30. And then you got to do homework, right? Uh-huh. And you can't, you're not old enough. You're 13. You can't drive a car. Nope. You don't have a wife or nothing, right? No. Nope. <laughs> Do you pay any bills? Not yet. All right, man. Well, listen, keep studying football and try to hang out around it, okay? Okay, thank you. You can be a better coach than Jeff Saturday. I can be a better coach than Ryan Day. Oh, ouch. <laughs> well, let's listen to how miserable he sounds. Hey, good luck, Miles. You call me anytime, okay? Thank you. Right, I no will. No problem. Damn. Ouch. He's sharp with the tongue there. Didn't mince words there, JR. Hey, let's listen to a miserable Ryan Day after that loss to Michigan. Let's listen to somebody miserable. We're all disappointed. We know that um, what this game means to so many people. And um, and so to come up short is certainly uh, crushing, not only uh, just because you invest your whole year in it. We know at Ohio State what this game means. And so, um, no, there's there's a locker room in there that's devastated. Yeah, that's that's on behalf of uh, on Miles. It's like, hey, you could be a better coach than Jeff Saturday. He's like, oh, I'll take a crap on the Ohio State coach instead. My apologies to all my friends in uh, Columbus. He treated me nice up there. 855-212-4CBS. Allen is calling from Toronto. You're on CBS Sports Radio, Allen. Take your time. Yes, I sure will. Okay, thanks a lot. Yeah, nice and easy, does it? Uh, Friday night, uh, the Dolphins 34, the Jets 13, and the quote. To quote Jack Buck, I did not believe what I just saw. You know, Tim Hoyle's uh, Hail Mary pass caught by Jevin Howland on its own one-yard line and scampering 99 yards for a TD. 
Yeah. I've never seen that in my entire uh, 60 years of watching the NFL, and neither of you. And we may never see that again. Were, were you just as shocked as I was? I, I thought my eyes were playing tricks on me. How about you? Well, yeah, I, that's not something I got on my bingo card or expect, but it's the Jets, man. They, I mean, look, these are the Jets. We got one one man crashed into another man's ass on Thanksgiving. Like, I, I don't expect anything from the Jets. You should have seen the look on Rogers' face, too. And speaking of Rogers, uh, on December the 2nd, uh, his 40th birthday, he's going to start practicing. Yeah. Says he wants to return on the 24th against Washington. That's what he says. And I, I think I think he's pushing it, really. You know, he's going to run the risk of not only serious injury, but quite possibly a permanent injury. I mean, he did make a remarkable recovery, you know, less than five weeks after, after the surgery. But, uh, you know, I, I really think he's pushing it. And perhaps if you get a chance to talk to uh, Jets management, you can try and talk about that insanity. Don't you feel it is uh, pushing it a little bit? Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. What are the New York Jets playing for? Nothing? I mean, what yeah, is he? They're, they're if he can come now, back and, and have a miraculous... They, they did have a bit of a renaissance, but uh, they've fallen no, back they by the wayside in the last few games. They, they didn't have no miraculous nothing. Look, the same offensive line that allowed this man to get hurt four plays in has gone through what is basically a shell game in trying to protect whatever quarterback is back there, whether it's Boyle or Wilson. And so to think that Aaron Rodgers, even though he's a better QB... Uh, to think that he's going to fare better, <laughs> well, they, they might as well set him up to blow out his other Achilles. So, look, it's the Jets. Misery loves company. I know that there was a lot of optimism heading into this season, and I think with good reason. Uh, but one of the glaring issues that people talked about from the get-go was the offensive line. And for the Jets, that is one part that, that has not changed at all. At all. And uh, they have a bit of a renaissance, the, uh, the Broncos, too. They've won their last five games after that blowout yeah. loss against Miami. It's a, they made a re- remarkable recovery, and a lot of the games have been close, too. Yeah, they've, they've, uh, done, won, they've so done an amazing job. So Wilson's to the kind Broncos. of coming back, too. He's, uh, I kind of wrote him off, but he's, uh, he, he's only thrown four interceptions so far this year. Yeah, no, credit to the Broncos and, and what they've been able to do uh, with their defense and turning things around. I, I got no shame in my game. I, I said it earlier this year, just for Sean Payton and opening up his mouth and being a jackass with Nathaniel Hackett, I was looking forward to them going out there and crashing and burning. And that's not changing, uh, but you got to give credit where credit is due. Hey, Alan, thank you for calling from Toronto, man. You have a good night. Yes, you too. Always a pleasure. Thank you very much, JR. Thank you so much. Uh, poor Alan. Sitting around like the rest of us. Friday afternoon. Looking at the damn Dolphins, less important the Jets. Now here, one reason why Aaron Rodgers might return is just morale. That's it. Just morale. Just to, to th- this has been such a gut punch to the team, in particular the defense, who every single game, the New York Jets defense, they might as well just stick a camera on the sideline. These dudes look like somebody has has stolen their, their 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 puppy. Like they look miserable. And so even if the Jets don't have anything to play for, it would it would give a little bit of some type of umph heading into the offseason of damn, that dude really does care about us. Damn, 
he really attempted a comeback. Man, I want to play next year and try to do this. But it's the Jets. I mean, we, we can expect that the odds are, are more so in their favor, more likely for things not to work out than the things to happen in their favor. It's the Jets, man. Snake bitten. Some teams can't get out of their own way. And the New York Jets happen to be one of those squads in that category. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get some more of your calls on the other side of the break. And I told you, the New York Jets, what do they got to play for this season? Nothing. There's a team in college. Oh, that's right. This season is done. It's Deion Sanders in Colorado. Uh, Deion spoke after his loss over the weekend, and uh, he talked about the future. You'll hear from Deion's mouth as well. We know there ain't going to be in no bowl game. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how you doing, man? I listen to you every night on the way home from work. I appreciate what you're doing, man. You're a bad man, Majama. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to hear from Deion Sanders. Comments following the end of the season and what he thinks Colorado needs to do to turn things around. But that was from this past weekend, Uh, not too long ago, minutes ago. The Denver Nuggets just beat the Clippers. The final score was 113 to 104. Okay, yeah, sure, fine. But here's the thing. Nikola Jokic did not play. His back was hurting. I mean, he's been carrying around his team for a minute, so why not? Jamal Murray did not play. Again, he's been out with a hamstring. Aaron Gordon did not play. The bottom of his foot was bothering him, right? And so the Denver Nuggets beat the Clippers without Jokic, Jamal Murray, and Aaron Gordon. That's their top three players. And this is this Clippers team, the last time I looked, oh, yeah, they're still there. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, and they just added James Harden. And what is even more peculiar about this, the Denver Nuggets who stepped up, it's hilarious. They're former Clippers. Reggie Jackson, yes, the basketball player, which makes me go, well, he's not the real Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson had 35 points and 13 assists. He was 15 of 19 from the field. Nobody said, let me punch him in the ribs so it hurts for him to shoot. And DeAndre Jordan, who hasn't been relevant since, I don't know, Chris Paul was throwing him alley-oops for the Clippers. DeAndre Jordan is old. The man had 21 points, 13 rebounds. And how in the hell did DeAndre Jordan have five assists? This is who the Clippers lost to. Paul George had six points, two of 13 shooting. Kawhi Leonard. He had 31 points. 
Russell Westbrook airballed a free throw while the Clippers were down four points. James Harden had a couple of turnovers late in the game. Harden finished with 11 points. Russell Westbrook had 14. And, uh, yeah, let me know how this this Clippers team looks come February. I I, I don't know how the hell this is going to work. It's just it's bad all over the damn place. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's get some of your calls in before we uh, listen to Deion Sanders talk about how Colorado needs to turn things around. I guess we have some positivity here with the Nuggets. And then uh, I don't want to call it negativity with uh, the Buffaloes, but, man, not not looking good. Got some decommits and everything right now. Uh, Stefan is calling from Boise out in Idaho. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Stefan? What's up, JR? How you doing? I'm doing fantastic, man. Uh, just finished a beer league hockey game and uh, usually catch your show on my way home. So it's always a pleasure to listen to you. First time calling in. Hey, shout out to Miles, huh? Yeah, wow, he's smart as hell, man. Yeah. Right. Too I'll bad he has quick, to go man. to school, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I'm a longtime, uh, sadly, Vikings fan. Um, usually just that's the extent of my football knowledge. But, you know, going back a couple games before Cousins gets hurt with all the turnover issues, part of my brain was wondering, is this a coaching issue or not, right? Then they kind of turned around a little bit. And then, obviously, Kirk goes out. We get Dobbs, which most people, I think, like myself, were kind of – doubtful and then he kind of shows up and we're like all right and then now we see kind of typical Dobbs again so I guess two points do we look at coaching and then the second point do we give Dobbs one more game to see if he kind of settles in or do we just think and hope Kirk is healthy and go from there so I don't think uh, Kevin O'Connell is is a problem and when it comes to inserting somebody else what what else is your other option yeah yeah I mean, no, yeah, I, yeah. What, what's your other option? I'll put it to you this no. way. I, 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 was not high on the, I wasn't high on the Vikings last year. For all of the points that they were putting up, they were walking on a tightrope. I think they were uh-huh. 11-0 in, in, in one-possession games. And yeah. their pass defense was absolute garbage last year. And so I, I was not surprised. It was like fool's gold when you really took at how they were winning in the numbers. I wasn't shocked that the Giants beat them. Not at all. Uh, I am not a huge Kirk Cousins fan. I know he was having a career season, but I've seen Kirk Cousins have good seasons, great seasons. And a lot of times when he gets to the postseason, like a lot of other QBs, he becomes too careful. He becomes so careful that he's he's not taking chances. And I know that's one thing that his old coach, Zimmer, hated about him as a QB. And so was that going to change this year? Maybe with Addison there and, and, you know, also thinking about a healthy Justin Jefferson, you know, maybe that wouldn't have been the case. I I just – I don't have confidence that I'm going to see Kirk Cousins hoist a Vince Lombardi trophy. So (laughs) I don't don't want to be the bearer of bad news. I I think Minnesota will kind of hang around until they don't. Um, Even if they get into or hold on to the wild card, what are they going to do? Get eliminated? Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you there completely. I I don't expect any sort of deep run. But I guess I, just, I don't you know, I don't got no beef with O'Connell, man. I think it's it's the talent and uh, uh well, I think it's Quizze. I always screw this guys up. The the GM, 
I, I, oh, I think yeah, he, yeah, yeah, the new guy they brought in. Yeah, Queze, and, and he yeah, used yeah, to work yeah. in Wall Street and stuff. I, I'm not I, – I think it's still early for him. Um, I think a lot of what the future holds is, hey, you're going to pay Kirk Cousins to be your QB into the future. I think they might. Yeah, I, I guess, the, you know, like I said, being a longtime fan, it's just like it always seems like when we, we have maybe something going – it's not just one thing that crumbles. It's everything that crumbles. So it's like, do you, do you, is it just the quarterback? Is it the defense? Is it the, the blocking from the line? You know, I, I guess never can figure out what the exact issue is. And I guess, I don't know, I, you always hold out hope, right? You see Dobbs come in. It's like, all right, we got a QB that can scramble now. And then, obviously, tonight's performance was just embarrassing, to say the yeah, least. Well, so at least, yeah. at, least Gary, at least Gary Anderson ain't around to blame him, okay? <laughs> Awesome. Hey, thanks, Jr. I appreciate it. You have a good night. No problem, Stefan. Thank you for calling from Boise. Every team got that one dude who missed the kick, and you're just like, I go, man, what are you doing, bro? You out here missing the kick. It happens. Wasn't it the Bears? Shep, wasn't it the guy or Marco? Wasn't it that guy on the Bears a couple seasons ago? What, he missed like four kicks or something like that? Am I making that up? You're not making it up, but I forget his name. Shep, you got the Google machine in front of you. I forget his name. Cody, what, is, what was it? Cody. Cody Parkey. Parkey, yeah. yeah. Yes. He just, he missed kick after kick after kick. It was embarrassing after a while. Uh, I'm a jerk. I like when the kickers miss. Makes it fun. The, the worst, the worst was Grammatica made a kick. And then he, pulled his. Uh, and then, and then like tore, tore his, his ACL. Right. right. Yeah. That I mean, you want to talk about making fun of kickers? If that's not a reason to make fun of one, I don't know what it I'm is. I'm not gonna make fun of somebody got hurt. Well, Shep, you can't. That's but, evil. Yeah, but you celebrate. But, he, but he's a, but he's a jackass with his celebrations because he makes a field goal kick. He acts like he won the World Cup, and then he injures himself for the season. Like that's. I'm not saying I laughed at that, but there oh, were a lot okay. of people that found that humorous. Well, I did. Exactly. Did, but I'm not gonna. By the way, it comes yes. to Vikings uh, misses. Don't we think of Blair Walsh before we think of Gary Anderson? No. no, no, I don't. I don't really, because that field goal he missed, you, us three could make it. Well, no, I mean, let's right. not get nuts. Uh, it was shorter, yes, but much, Gary Anderson's kick was to go to the Super Bowl, which is right, and he hadn't missed all year. Right, I mean, but that bro. was a long, and they were fifteen and one. Right, but that was a long kick. No, it wasn't. It was like forty-five yards. That's a long kick. No, that was well within his range. I'm, I'm not saying it's like Mike Vanderjet long or like. Uh, no, it was well mean? within. It's not like it was a 55-yarder and like, hey, what are you going to do? Right. It was a, it was a makeable kick, 42, 38. It was a makeable you, kick. You, you were stunned when he missed it. You got to make 45 yards. I agree with that. Yeah, but to, to, to put that in the space of Gary Anderson's kick, nah, bro. No. But can't you guys make the joke? Yeah. I, I've, I spent a good amount of, of summers in that period of time, 98, 99, 90s in Minneapolis. I brought that kick up for a reason. Right. Because that is painful. 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 They were expected to just go out there and, and, and win it all, and they, they couldn't do it. Yes, and I find it really petty that one Anderson, that being Morton, got into the Hall of Fame, and Gary did not. I think that kick, oh that God. missed kick in the <laughs> NFC title game in 98 – when they were obviously favored to go over the Falcons, I think that kept him out of the Hall of Fame. I am not going to talk about any kicker. Okay. Not in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Well, yeah, uh, Vinatieri's getting in. 
He'll get in. Good as he should. Right. Where, where's Sebastian at? Did he get no, in? He hasn't been out long enough. Janikowski's right? not getting in. You know who's not. You know who's going to get. You know who's going to be you first. You said Sebastian's not getting. Sebastian's in. not getting in. You know who's going to be first okay. ballot. No, I don't really care. Go just ahead, well, he's he's not just a kicker. Uh, Justin Tucker will be first ballot. Yeah, he makes everything. Sure, right. Yeah. Right. Well, unless it's against what does the he Colts. Have the best percentage. He's fallen off this year. The last. Yeah, time. and that that was a very makeable kick he had against the Colts to win them the game, and he completely shafted it. Yeah. He's looking miserable on what was this? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for telling us about Kickers on the Hall of Fame. Well, listen, I mean, we could talk about Blair Walsh more if you want. No, thanks. Okay. I'll, I'll decline. We're going to talk about Dion on the other side, and then we're going to roll out. It's the JR Sport B Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Talk, hear from Dion, get a kicker in or two. I don't know. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Long time listener, first time caller. Love your show. I like how you spit the truth. I love your show. I got a great show. You're the bomb diggity man. Thank you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Amongst all the things that took place, and there's a lot of things that took place. Over the holiday, the holiday weekend, I, we touched on a lot of it. I mean, even getting into South Carolina, the Gamecocks, you know, smashing a team uh, 101-19, uh, something like that. At that point, does it matter what the score is? It was an ass-whooping. And then, you know, even uh, Colorado was in action again. And the Buffaloes, they took on Utah. They went out there and they lost. They finished the season at four and eight. And not great for Deion Sanders. His son didn't even play in the game. We found out he got a fractured back. And I guess this is an improvement off of uh, you know, what they were last year, where they only won a game. Uh and Dion, he spoke to the media afterwards, and I know the past couple of weeks he's talked about how difficult this has been for him, the difficult period and so on and so forth. But after this game, after this loss to Utah, 23-17, to he pretty much said that uh, we need a little bit of help. We need financial help. Listen to this. Do you feel like you have the resources at Colorado to, exceed, to succeed at the level you expect to? We're getting there. Um, we, we definitely need giving, you know what I mean. Um, it's unfortunate to say this, but some kids cost. It's unfortunate to say this, and then if you, I, I have not charted this yet, but that I've asked for the uh, numbers. But if you start thinking about the top several teams in the country, I see what was spent on um, assembling the teams. You know, we can sit up and talk about great coaching and great this and great that all we want, but you, you. Uh, it's going to be a credit card swipe some kind of way with all these guys going to these playoffs, right? Oh, we need giving. Uh, the, giving? That's an odd way to say no. We, we need donations. We need money. We need alumni and everybody else to, to chip in and give us some money 
And so we can keep recruits. And what you also heard is that, and Dion has said this, you got teams and other coaches telling uh, recruits, hey, well, by the way, don't go to Colorado because Dion ain't sticking around. And I mean, with comments like that for what Dion just said, uh, yes, I, I think it's going to be a little difficult because it sounds like, and it may not may not have been his intention, that, hey, if we don't get money in so we can go out and buy players, then I'm leaving. I mean, who thinks Dion's going to stay at Colorado forever? I don't think so. I mean, he's going to elevate and move up. If he let Jackson to go to Colorado, who's to say that he doesn't come back you know, down to this neck of the woods into the SEC. So uh, it's just a matter of time. It's also no big shock or surprise, but it's vastly different from when he said, hey, I'm bringing in my own players, and he basically referred to them as luggage, and my luggage is Louie. Well, not, not the offensive line. The offensive line stunk so much that his son has a fracture in his back. That sucks. Now, is this a successful season for Dion in Colorado? I, I'd say so. Uh, to, to, to pick up at least four victories? Yeah. I don't know if you want to go out there and lose seven straight, uh, but I would think and expect for next season for them to, to continue uh, the improvement. Just a whole lot of sticker shock, you know, out of the gate when you're, you're beating the Nebraskas of the world, right? And then you're beating TCU, who somehow, some way, ended up in a national championship. So let's see if they can get the line together. And, and let's see what happens with his, his kids, his own sons. 855-212-4CBS. Mark is here from Atlanta. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Go ahead, Mark, please. Thank, thank you. Uh, long-time admirer, first-time caller. And thank same you. with you, Shep. Big admirer, Shep's too. Uh, I, I think I'm going to light a fire under Atlanta's ass when I bring this up, but I think it's about time somebody did. When, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, they played a game every year called, I think it was called the College All-Star Game, where you take all you know, a group of All-Americans and they'd play the, the uh, world champ from the, super, the previous Super Bowl. First couple being Green Bay, and I think Baltimore, and you know, a few others came along. But the, but the All-Stars hardly ever won. They would be a group. I think the first one I ever saw was maybe Gary Beaven won the Heisman at UCLA or something like that, and they actually won won that game. So they'd win occasionally. But I'm going to tell you what. They always talked about the players at that point. You know, college guys weren't athletic enough, weren't barely nearly big enough to cross the lines to play them. I promise you that if the Georgia Bulldogs played the Atlanta Falcons tomorrow, it don't matter where they play, as long as the referee was fair and square, Georgia would beat the hell out of Atlanta. All the way across the board. Okay. Well, thank you, Mark. Appreciate you. Okay. He, he had nothing to say after that. What what, 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 what are supposed to do? Sit here and argue about a college football team being a professional team? Not me. Ryan is calling from Charlotte. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Ryan? Hey, Jr. Um, like I, I, I know it, it, it's not a team you would want to talk about because we stink, but um. I do want to talk about my, you know, the Carolina Panthers here, and then also, also leave Ryan. with the question, like, Ryan. So, go ahead. Ryan, we 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 spent about thirty minutes talking about the Panthers earlier in the show, and we actually played Frank Reich about I don't know thirty minutes ago again. Oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 that's what I don't want. I don't want to bore you, but I did have some comments I wanted to make about it. Yeah, but I'm just letting you know we 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 talked about them. But go ahead. 
well, I'm not I'm not surprised. Well, but like I am, I'm surprised at the timing. I thought I thought Frank Wright would at least they would at least let him finish the year. I'm not surprised he's gone. And now you know you know Josh McCowan and um Deuce Staley are also gone now. So I I don't know what was going on with with, with all of that, but they're gone too now. But um let, let me just get right to my question now. I, I'm not going to get any more on the Panthers. You've already talked about them, and like I said, that nothing to talk about. They stink. They're one in ten. They stink. No, nah, there's to plenty about. to talk about with losing teams. And that's why we talk about them. There's implications here for the draft when it comes down to the Chicago Bears. There's implications when it comes down to Bryce Young. David Tupper has gone through multiple teams. And I don't know if you've noticed, we talk about teams that suck. What's your question? What's up? Well, um, there's – actually, I was asking people yesterday, and we, we all thought it was going to be Ron – we thought it was going to be Ron Rivera, but it, it turned out it was Frank Wright. So – um, of the of, of these coaches, which which one do you think will be the the next the, the next one fired, or are any of these guys safe? If Frank Wright was on there, he's gone now. Ron, Ron Rivera, Brand, Brandon Staley, and and Bill Belichick. Um, you know, who, who, who's going to make the season? I, I think that uh, I think all three are gone. Obviously, Bill Belichick is probably going to be in a different situation, likely to be traded. I think that Brandon Staley will definitely be gone, depending on how the rest of the season goes. And I think Ron Rivera, I think he is gone for sure. He's If, I, if you're going to ask me out of the three who's definitely gone, it's Ron Rivera. I mean, you have a new owner who comes in and Josh Harris. Uh, it's, it, it's time to start fresh and start anew. Uh, so I think he's definitely out of there. Well, thank you, JR. Well, thank you, Ryan. You have a good night, okay? You as well. My man. Yeah, we talk about the bum-ass teams. Come on, we even talked about the Raiders earlier on in the show. Just waiting for something bad to happen next. It's not a good thing. That's a bad thing. You've been listening to the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We'll be back with you tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you missed a minute or a second of the show, it's simple. Hit Rewind on the free Odyssey app. You don't have the Odyssey app? It's free. F-R-E-E, free 99, okay? You can find me online at JR Sport Brief. Hey, Chef, where the hell you at on this internet stuff? At Chef on CBS, JR. I appreciate it always, man. There you go. We'll be back with you tomorrow, hopefully to talk about some uh, some positivity, right? I mean, NBA playing tomorrow. Stupid tournament's almost done. Well, it's fun. Let me not call it stupid. Anyway, y'all have a good night. Be safe. Be well. Be cool, be smooth. The JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio is done, but don't move. Amy Lawrence is coming up next. You need to listen to her because she's good. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Over here. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.